Thanks for listening to the Sexpectations Podcast. On today's show, we will be talking about infidelity, side chicks, and overcoming a spouse cheating. All this and more. Thanks for listening. This podcast is sponsored by Same Day STD Testing, the nation's number one STD STI testing company, offering fast, private, and confidential STI testing nationwide. You can speak to a counselor by calling 844 844- Three three two two four six one. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Sexpectations Podcast, where I am your host, Nikki. So happy to be back here with you all this week. Um, happy New Year, everyone. So we are in a brand new year, a brand new decade. What? 2020. Yes. Um, I am so excited for this decade. I feel like 2019 was just so dope for me. Um, so many amazing things happened. So many amazing things continue to happen. Um, so I'm sure that 2020 is going to just be some next level shit. Yes. <laughs> so how y'all doing? How are you all out there? Um, I know that you know it's an amazing year to have an amazing sex life, to start doing some kinky shit to start exploring, to start communicating your needs with your partner. Um, All of that stuff is just so super exciting, so important. Um, So if you've been having an awful sex life in the past, my advice is to take hold of it in 2020. No more bad sex in 2020. We have our 2020 vision binoculars on and we are asking for everything that gives us pleasure. Everything that gives us joy, we are coming for it and owning it, and yes. (laughs) So I'm excited, so happy new year, everyone. I'm so excited to be back here with you all for another week of the Sexpectations podcast. Um, So today we are talking about infidelity, surviving infidelity. Um, And infidelity is just an amazing topic for me. I absolutely love talking about it because it actually triggers so many people um, and I didn't realize how it triggered you know so many people until um, <laughs> I started my group on Facebook pussy trauma so for a lot of you I'm sure you know that I do have a group a thriving group we have over 12,000 members now excuse me on Facebook um, and you know we just it's all women Um, And we talk all things sex, right? So sex, relationships, birth control, periods, I mean, all kinds of things, right? There really isn't a um, cap on what we discuss. And so every time infidelity, cheating, side chicks come up, um, it's a trigger topic for many. So now on posts that discuss cheating, infidelity, I have to put a trigger warning or a content warning on those because so many people are triggered by that content. Um, And I really didn't realize that until pussy trauma. So now I know that infidelity and cheating really is a touchy subject for so many people. Understandably so because, I mean, people get cheated on. (laughs) They get cheated on a lot and it breaks their heart, right? And so now you have a broken heart because somebody's cheated on you and, you know, trust is gone and and all of the memories and everything that you had is, 
is is no longer or you know um, that's how you feel in the moment so I understand that and then going forward um, it's a womb that 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 has to heal um, and so when you hear other people just jokingly talking about being a side chick it's going to come off you know pretty negative for you so I get it and um, it's never intentional right we don't want to intentionally trigger anyone um, so what I always encourage my women, women to do is to work through that, work through that trigger, sit in that pain, whatever that feeling you feel, um, it's because something is still boiling inside of you, right? So, you know, working through that, sitting in that, acknowledging the pain, it, it definitely can be um, a good thing. So, you know, I feel that and, and I will say that this, this topic came from the TED Talk with Esther Perel. Oh, my God, y'all. I know y'all know her, and she is dope as fuck, okay? She is amazing. And so she did this TED Talk on infidelity, and she broke that shit down. Um, and so it also reminds me, this time last year... My husband and I, we were going through some really fucked up stuff, y'all. And infidelity happened on both sides, but I started it. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Okay, so I started it. I was sexually unsatisfied, sexually frustrated. Um, and I had been communicating that for quite some time to my partner, but he just was not getting it. So I said, okay, so since you're not getting it, I'm going to go get it from somewhere else. <laughs> and I mean, that's just how it happened. Um, but at the same time, while I'm looking for this, you know, unfamiliar sex, if you will, I'm also searching for a piece of me all at the same time, right? Because before marriage, you're this single person, you have your own ideologies, your own views, your own way of looking at the world. But then when you start doing business with someone else, I say business, right? Because I feel like when you get into these relationships, it really is like being in a business. So when you get into these relationships with someone, then you have to put two ideologies, two worldviews, two religions, two this, two that, all together, and then start living this life together as one. But that just really, sh that shit don't work, y'all. It don't work. Because at the same time, while you're trying to live a life as one, you both still have individual needs, individual desires, individual, just, you have to hone in on, in on that individuality. And I think that so many individuals getting into relationships forget about that. And so that's when you go out and you start looking for yourself in other people, right? That self that you're missing, that self that you've let go by the wayside because you want to please and fulfill, you know, your partner's needs or whatever else. Um, so I do feel that infidelity is, you know, misunderstood. Um, it's existed for quite some time, y'all. <laughs> um, and so has the taboo against it. Like, um, I mean... Y'all, like sex workers, strippers, uh, prostitutes, phone sex workers, we wouldn't be in business if infidelity wasn't a thing. And so it's been around for so long and all of these commandments and, and all in the Bible, marriage is this and marriage is that. Um, it's made us kind of go towards it almost. 
right? It's like they tell you not to do it. They tell you not to do it. But then we do it. And it's like men for so long have had just this license to cheat. They've been able to just go out and do their thing without any consequence. They come home. Some of them even be are honest. And, and the woman um, stays. Right? Why does the woman stay? Because she's not financially stable to go out and do her own thing. Why? Because society has taught us to be stay-at-home mothers and take care of your family. Watch out for your family. So when the guy goes out and does him, he's just supposed to be excused because where's my money? How am I supposed to go and make a life for myself and my children without you? So we have had to bear the, you know, the consequences of, of, of our men cheating and just saying, hey, it is what it is. And so for me, I've never felt like monogamy was natural. I don't feel like it's an intuitive um, go-to for many. I think that societal views, religion has really just pushed us towards monogamy. I think we go into monogamy for economic stability um, and understanding that you need a two-parent household to raise children. Um, and that sort of thing. But really, is monogamy natural? <laughs> I mean, answer this for me, y'all. We um, are mammals. You don't see any other animal out here with one person forever. And so, um, is monogamy natural? There's so many ways to cheat nowadays. I mean, with technology, you have Tinder. If you get into an argument with your spouse, it's so easy to just say, let's swipe left or swipe right, swipe right and find somebody to go and hang out with. It's so easy, and it's never been easier to cheat. So, um, now that it's, 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 and... Not, not only has it never been easier to cheat, but it's never been more difficult to keep a secret. Because we kind of live in a culture where it's um, like, I deserve to be happy, right? And so because I deserve to be happy, you also deserve to know the truth. So let me tell you the truth. But then also we have cell phones that are open. We have, you know, people texting us. And so it's never been easier to, or never been more difficult to keep a secret. So marriage, at some point, was an economic enterprise, right? So like I was stating, um, people got into marriages for economic stability. They wanted to make, you know, this arrangement, this business deal. Um, and so when you cheat, it, it, it really um, threatens all of that. It threatens the stability of the family. It, it threatens so much. And so um, moving into a space where we are looking for love. Um, we don't look for love in our marriages anymore, right? We look for love in different places. So infidelity hurts um, today. It hurts differently because we're looking for these different things in our partners. Um, you, you look for so much in one partner. You look for this partner to be your greatest lover and, and your best friend and, and your trusted confidant and, and all of these different things, emotional companion, your business partner. I mean, we're asking so much of one person. This podcast is sponsored by Same Day STD Testing, the nation's number one STD STI testing company. 
offering fast, private, and confidential STI testing nationwide. You can speak to a counselor by calling 844-332-2461. About you, right? You think about what you're bringing to the table. You feel like you're the it. You're the it factor. You are irreplaceable. You are the one, right? And so when somebody betrays your trust and telling you that you aren't the one, you're not it, you can't give me everything that I desire. That fucks you up, right? So then when you hear the, the term side chick and people jokingly about being willing participants in a side chick situation, that's a, that's a trigger for you and that's understood. But we do live in an era where we feel we are entitled to pursue our desires and be happy. And I agree. I couldn't agree more. I think that it is so important that you're happy. And if monogamy is not it, then you have to be honest with yourself and your partner about that. Um, I mean, it used to be where if you got a divorce, you know, that's pretty damn shameful. It's shameful to the church. You can't tell the churches you're getting a divorce, right? Because, I mean, the church just condemns you. Um, but nowadays, it's more of a shame for you to stay in something that does not cause you happiness. Why would you stay in a marriage that, that you're miserable in, that you can't find happiness and joy and pure pleasure in? Why would you do that to yourself and your family and your children? Because they can feel that energy, right? They can feel that mom or dad or whatever is not happy. Um, so why do that to yourself? So I always feel like it's really important that everybody, you know, picks up their own slack, picks up their own weight, because at any point, if you feel unhappy, you feel like you need to go, I don't want to be the one to stop you, right? I want you to be able to go and live your life, do you, without any constraints or restrictions. So I told you all that I was listening to Essa Perel's TED Talk, and something that she said that really struck me was affairs are an act of betrayal and also a sign of longing and loss. At the heart of an affair, you will often find a yearning for an emotional connection, novelty, freedom, autonomy, sexual intensity, a wish to capture lost parts of ourselves, or an attempt to bring back vitality of lost tragedy. And that really stood out to me because as I said before, this time last year, I was that one on that quest of my freedom. Right? I felt like I was in this box. I felt like I was constrained and restricted. And I needed to go out here in the world and find myself. Find who I was before this lockdown of marriage. Um, and so when you're on that quest, um, it really is an emotional roller coaster because you don't know what to expect. Um, you don't know who's out here, what their intentions are. And so really what I learned in doing that was, you know, my partner wasn't so bad. <laughs> I mean, I had dibbled and dabbed with some pretty weird individuals and I was like, oh, wow, you know. So um, what you have to do is get back, you know, if you desire to be in this relationship with this partner um, and you see that, okay, the grass really isn't greener, then you have to go in, you have to communicate, and you have to also practice autonomy and, 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 and make sure that your partner allows you to do so. Individuality and being yourself and, and having your freedom to do you and be you is so important. And I think that's why polyamorous relationships really flourish. Or those that allow them partners, their partners to really just be who they are.
you know, be who they are at the core. And that's why my partner and I have been able to succeed and um, flourish in our marriage because he does. He allows me to be me. He allows me to be this freak of nature, weirdo, right? Like lover of all things sex. <laughs> because that is what I am. He allows me to post naked pictures online of myself. He allows me to be an unapologetic sex worker. Um, and those are all things that make me happy, that bring me joy, right? That bring, that bring me pleasure. And so if your partner doesn't allow you to do the things that bring you pleasure, why are you even with them, right? Because you're just going to go seek it out somewhere else. And the, it just is what it is. And so um, it's just so funny because cheating is just universally forbidden but it's universally practiced everybody cheats right everybody almost and so and don't get me wrong you have those individuals that are monogamous that that stay like that and that that are happy in their monogamy but you have probably more of a majority that aren't and it's unfortunate that those individuals cannot be honest with themselves and to their partner so then they can go live their best life Right. Um, at the end of the day, it's about trust, it's about communication, and it's about opening up and allowing yourself to be who you truly are. That's what it's about. And um, if you can explain that to your partner, then I'm sure you all can, can get through, get past anything that's holding you back. Um, infidelity is not the end-all be-all it, it should not be the end-all be-all I know for some it is and that's fine but for most you know this could be a pivotal point in your marriage or your relationship where you say hey let's step back and take a look at what's going on how can we fix this how can we move on um, with better communication and happiness how can we do that and I think infidelity allows you to start having that conversation because a lot of times we don't want to open up to our partners we don't want to be honest because honesty sometimes brings pain and we don't want to be in pain we don't want our partners to be in pain we still love them right we still love our partners but um you don't want them to feel, you know, pain. And, and that's quite understandable. So I think infidelity allows you to really say, hey, what are we doing here? Are we going to move forward? Or is this something that we just need to call quits? Um, but again, as Sex with Emily says, communication is lubrication. And I think that is so important to just be honest. Just like we're being honest about, you know, the porn we watch or or, or the kinks we like, if we're cuckold, or if we like domination and we like scat or piss on our bodies, which we talked about during National Kink Month. <laughs> um, you know, you have to be honest about those things. And even if, you know, cuckolding or, or being a cuckoldress or whatever, those things can be practiced. Polyamory can be practiced. Um, you don't have to live a monogamous life if that's not what you want. But if monogamy is what you want, communicate that. If you've been in an, um, if you've, you know, committed adultery or whatever, and you want to play it cool now, communicate that. But communicating is so important. Um, so that's all I got, y'all. That's all I got on infidelity. I do believe that you can survive it. I think it's so easy to survive as long as you can communicate and you're honest. Communication and honesty are probably the two uh, foundations of any marriage. 
If you have those two, then you can, you know, the sky's the limit, y'all. <laughs> so again, I want y'all to have a happy, safe, amazing 2020. And uh, until next time, sex, sex, and more sex. Bye.